When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Chrissy Chaos. I am a new dad again. My little baby, Violet Luna, was born uh, June 24th. And her middle name's Luna, which means moon, I think, in another language. Italian, Spanish, they're all the same. I'm not sure. But uh, she was born looking out. She, these shoes don't even fit her. They fit Debo, but they don't fit her. Shout out little James Debo. Um, if you're not familiar with him, he's my friend who's five foot one. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, her name's Violet Luna. And uh, we're spelling it V-I-O-L-E-T-T-E, not V-I-O-L-E-T, because we just want to be those people. But wait, what do you say, Violet? Wait, what's vi- Violet means, doesn't it mean purple? Yeah, it means purple. Yeah, Violet means purple. So, um, and she was born on a full moon. She was born on a full moon. And her middle name's Luna. So, dude, I'm pretty sure she's going to be a vampire or something crazy. Because she, she ha- here's the thing. It's June 24th she was born. It's July. It's uh, June 24th she was born. It's June 28th today. We're filming this podcast. I haven't slept since June 25th. That girl is up all night sucking on her mom's boobs and then up and then, and then uh, asleep during the day. So, and I can't sleep during the day because I got to eat salmon and do this podcast. So, it's been pretty, but it's amazing. I, you know, if you're parents out there or if you don't have kids, I just think having a kid, you know, it just puts things in perspective. Like, I don't really care. Like today, for example, because I got a newborn baby, you know, and listen, you know, it's not like people got to do things. You still got to go to work and make it, you know, make your life fit, whether you got a newborn baby or not. But anyway, I didn't sleep that much last night. And I was supposed to be on an interview this morning at 9am for Backyard Bar Wars, uh, which comes out July 8th, uh, 1030 on True TV. Joe DeRosa calls it Backyard Barn Wars because he says I'm a pig animal and belong in the mud and I deserve to be in a barn. So back, but it's called Backyard Bar Wars, which is I've been using the hashtag BBW and True TV is obviously upset at me. And they said, please stop using that hashtag. It takes people to the wrong search. I was like, yeah, that's what I want. So it's hashtag backyard bar wars, but I had to miss some interview with somebody, you know, and you know, I I overslept and now they're all pissed off at me. They're yelling at me. They're like, what the hell you're trying to, you think you're bigger than the show. It's like, no, I don't. I just have a newborn baby and I overslept and I'm sorry. So can you guys just please just watch this fucking show? Okay. Because we don't know, we don't know if this show is going to be worth it for the Chaotics and the Christians until about October. It depends if you guys watch it or not. So I want you to watch it, but then there's a part of me where I also don't want you to watch it because I just want to be able to do the podcast from my couch, but I'm kidding. Just watch the show, okay? Watch the show. Enjoy the show. It's just me in a fucking, I mean, I make it, listen, to be honest with you, you know, watch the trailer. It's on my Instagram. It's not that bad of a show. It's like, I'm, 
making drinks, making bars with people. People get a new bar. They get new cocktails. It, it's like HGTV, but with Chrissy Chaos. So, you know, I make jokes about drilling people in the ass, and I make, you know, the, the, the nail gun my dick, and, you know, just fun things. But, but my point is why I'm bringing that up is because they were mad at me and yelling at me, and, you know, my manager was like, come on. And, but because I, like, have this newborn baby, it's like I don't care. It's like I, I actually just – I care, of course. Like I'm not saying, like, oh – F this, but I'm just saying when you have a newborn baby, like priorities are priorities. And it's like, yeah, my, I, I overslept because I was feeding my, uh, helping Jazz, helping Vin feed the kid. I was, you know, Violet was on uh, Vinny's right tit and I was on her left tit. So it's like, I got to eat too. And it's kind of like, once you have a child, you realize like the problems, like every, most problems, like we just make up. It's not a real issue. It's like, if your kid's healthy and happy and everything's good, like you're good. Like what else do you, okay, I missed an interview. What do you want? What do you want me to do? My kid's healthy. I don't give a fuck, you know. And also, I mean, have they not watched the pilot? In the pilot, you trash the show. Yeah, I'm. I think it's good press for me to not show up to some of these interviews. Like they said, they're going to get me on the Today Show, and I'm thinking I'll just curse. I'm thinking I got to do something to go viral. That's how you watch shows. So maybe I'll show up absolutely smashed. Wait a minute. Like, what is the vetting process for the Today Show? Like, Dude, what have they done. Have I'm they contacted not you. No, no, this is all through True TV's press people. So they don't know anything about me. Dude, I'm doing Access Hollywood with Mario Lopez. Wait a I, minute. Here's Wait what a I'm, minute. Yeah, dude. Can you, I don't know if this is crazy to say, can you bring TT to Good Morning America? I can bring TT to Good Morning America. I'll be like, she's my manager. I'm should, showing up with her. You should be her. like, she's a co host. Yeah, she's the co host of Backyard Fire. <laughs> dude. So, Britt, I should, I, could you imagine there's a world where T.T. Jerry is the co-host of, of Backyard Borrows with me on True TV? Let's just shoehorn it into happening. Dude, T.T., by the way, T.T. on the Patreon, T.T.'s bucket list at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy is so dope and so awesome. It's crazy. I mean, dude. Go on that bucket. Go to patreon.com slash Christy Comedy and you'll see, like, it's just watching someone who was in prison for 25 years, like fulfill things that they could never do and never dreamt of doing is just so awesome. And Homeless Pimp is doing a great job, you know, with... Uh, yeah, with and in one week we went from a helicopter ride to Pride Parade. Yeah, and it's all up on the Patreon and it's amazing. And dude, how about this? So yesterday Pimp went to the Pride Parade with TT and TT had the time of her life and then TT, who's outwardly, who has jumped in a freaking... A fountain with shred with uh, glass shards in it, and we're and everybody's feet were cutting up, and it was a blood cesspool. But TT's feet weren't bleeding, right, pimp? No, no. Well, we should give context. In Washington Square Park, there's a okay. fountain that everyone was like streaking around and yeah. dancing in all day. Yeah, and it was really cool. But then I started noticing people were breaking glass in it. Yeah, and then I started noticing a lot of kids with bleeding feet running around the fountain. Yeah. And yeah, it just was like, guys, I don't want to bring up AIDS. Yeah, we are in the gay community. We had a bit of a problem. We had the original COVID with AIDS. That was old school COVID. Oh, you can take your mask off now. Now the baby's in the back. Yeah, we had to, I had to ask Pimp to put his mask on because uh, they said that, no, we can't have any germs around the baby for like the first two or three weeks. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, I've been kissing around the mouth. Like, I, it's also like. Yeah, but I was around every gay in New York yesterday. You were so. in an AIDS fountain yesterday. I marched in the parade, too. You actually, I, th I was wait, in the parade. I thought they didn't have the parade. I thought it was well, a virtual was event. In, uh, thousands and thousands of people were with me going crazy. Up what, going down, what, 7th Avenue? Uh, I walk with them from St. Mark's to uh, 
like the comedy cellar. Did TT march too? No, TT met me later in the day. Now people, every you know, if you were at the uh, gay pride parade and saw TT, she was getting noticed by a lot of people. Yeah. So because of the chaos, because of Christy Chaos and the Christians, we're happy. TT starting to get a little bit of fame here. Yesterday felt like a queen. Like first of all, every whenever we went anywhere, there'd right. be a group of gay people who just say "busted TT," and then she started dancing like breaking. Yeah. Like, it was wild. Now you she said, was a queen there. And out of nowhere, you said that TT said that she had to leave and go somewhere? No, she was, you know, I told her we shot all that we need to shoot. Don't feel like you need yeah. to stay. And then she's like, yeah, well, I might just go on a, a walk by myself. I got to go. On, I got to go on a walk by myself. I'll see you later. There you go. I was like, God bless you, TT. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, God knows yeah. where TT was. I don't know, dude. She uh, she was supposed to come clean the house today, and she called out sick. So I mean, it was a lot of fun for her. There was guys going, oh, you're sexy. And she was like, you're sexy. And then people were just dancing with her. She yeah. was like in a mosh pit. Be because the Pride Parade, you know, what Pride celebrates is equality. But it also kind of, in a way, celebrates sexuality. Because, I mean, people were probably having, like, full-blown sex. No, it didn't get, nothing was graphic. You don't know, though. Well, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't staring at people who were hooking up. But, but people like, were like, it was, yeah. you saw titties. Oh, no, in the fountain, there was like a couple of um, genderless couples just going at it. Well, you can you could see in the video that, that's up at the Patreon, you can see one of the videos. You Actually, one of the videos you posted even on your Instagram, Pimp, where TT's dancing, you could see just a woman with her tits flapping around. Oh, yeah, TT danced with a lot of naked people. Then there was like a naked conga line. Got it. That was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all of it's going to be uncensored on the Patreon. I can't post it to YouTube. It just, there's so yeah, much well, yeah. nudity. Well, no, it's out on the Patreon already by now. Oh, yeah, by now it is. But it's, it was yeah. great. There was one interview TT did with this couple who were both naked. And uh, they're like, oh, you haven't been to Pride in 20 years? Why not? TT <laughs> <laughs> just had her hands. She did. She mimed handcuffed. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it happens. She was like, incarcerated, baby. I'm incarcerated, baby. A lot of people you've been asking, too, like, you know, people buying tickets for the shows, um, for my stand-up shows, is TT coming? TT can't leave the state of New York, so anything in New York, TT will try to be at, but the other ones, she can't. By the way, go to chrisdcomedy.com. A lot of shows that were sold out because of capacity issues, they've now released tickets because we've increased capacity so providence rhode island uh, uh july 22nd to 24th and philadelphia pennsylvania august 18th to 21st both were previously sold out now there's a ton of tickets because they increased the capacity by like a hundred a show so go get tickets christycomedy.com and then eatontown pennsylvania august 14th the first show sold out still some tickets for the second show and then we got zany's nashville and then we got the big one fox theater foxwoods october 23rd but Providence, Rhode Island, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. If you live in those areas and we're trying to get tickets and you couldn't, you can now get tickets. Go to chrisdcomedy.com. Um, and also look for me there if you want to get in a video. I'll always be oh, filming yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Homeless Pimp's going to be at Providence and Philadelphia. So, uh, yeah. So so we'll have a lot of fun. Dude, that's going to be a sick. The Providence shows are going to be wild because at least the first one, July 22nd, I have to do Backyard Bar Wars from July 6th to the 21st, like film all day, every day to get the show over. And then, um, and then take a red-eye flight. July 21st, land in New York, July 22nd, and then drive to fucking Providence. Dude, you're going to have to drive my car to Let's Providence. Let's go. Let's you're going to have to come here because I can't do it. I'll, I'll literally, I'll careen off the side of the road. No, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, we got it because how about this? You ready for this for life shit? So I was supposed to go back. This is just what, this is what it is with the chaos. I was supposed to go back to L.A., last week for two days to finish out Backyard Bar Wars, to finish out one of the episodes. And, dude, we went to the doctor, 
and the doctor was like, look, you can go. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I understand you got to work and make money, whatever. She's like, but this baby could be born in the next 48 to 72 hours. So if you leave and go to LA, you are absolutely risking a chance of missing the birth of your child. So I called True TV literally like two hours before I was supposed to get on a plane. It was on the Patreon. And canceled. Yeah. I had to cancel. I had no choice and I did it. Yeah, it was that it was that yeah, the whole story is at Patreon. TT Jerry was giving me advice on what to do <laughs> oh on God. the Patreon. I think like, you know, they were okay with it, but also like I also think like they don't here's the thing is like you know, what me and Pimp have been able to build here with this show and, and what we're building at Hey Babe you know, with, with me, Pimp, and Sal, is like, that's like, you know, we, we actually really care about each other. Like, we're doing this step by step. When you work for somebody else, they don't care. They're like, oh, can she induce the baby early? And then you get on a flight as soon as the baby's born. And I'm like, no, I want to, like, bond with my child. I'm not going to have them induce anybody, you know? So I'm just like, eh, no. You know, like, I'll do what I want to do, what I'm building, because I really only care about you. I really only care about homeless pimp, Sal, and you guys. I don't care about really anybody else or anything else, because I know you guys are the reason why I have a career. So I totes my goats preach. Um, and TT Jerry, of course, is the reason why I have a career. I feel like I'm going to have to eventually suck TT's dick on the Patreon, and I will do it. Um, <laughs> somebody will. <laughs> somebody will. Yeah. So, so, um, but, you know, so I'm sorry if this episode, you know, listen, I'm, I'm on like legitimately no sleep and I'm four coffees in. So it's, it's tough. The next couple of months are going to be interesting for podcasting and work because, I mean, I'm literally, you don't sleep. I, if, if people don't, if people have newborns, no, but people don't have babies, like, you got to understand, her sleep schedule right now is the same as was it was it, as it was in Jasmine and Vinny's womb. So when Vinny was walking around during the day doing activities, that rocks the baby to sleep. But then when she was sitting down at night, you know, ready to go to sleep, there was no movement, so that's when the baby would kick and move and be wide awake. So that's how she's still acting now. So it just takes a week or two to get the baby readjusted to, like, light and dark because right now she thinks, oh, I'm going to sleep during the day. I'll be knocked out the whole day, and then I'll be wide awake from, like, midnight to 7 a.m. So it's just no sleep. And, you know, Delilah has been so great. She's, like, so sweet with the baby. She's, like, so happy to be a big sister. But she's going so crazy, and she genuinely keeps trying to put her American Girl doll clothes on the baby. So so we had to take Delilah to Grammy's house because she was legitimately, like, not letting Violet sleep and just trying to, like, she was getting pissed that she couldn't suck Vinny's boobs. Delilah was like, I want milk from your boobs, mom. And it's like, no, you can't. That's for the baby. And she was like, I don't understand why she gets to suck mommy's boobs, and I don't. I was like, samesies. So, so it's interesting to have like this like chaos family, but oh, we, we just got a house. We're getting a house. So we're going to be out of the apartment, but don't make no mistake. Vinny was like, oh, you could put your podcast studio here. You can put your podcast studio there. I was like, no, no, this is the Chrissy chaos show. There will never be a podcast studio. We will be in the middle of the living room, wherever we go. And oh, we yeah. will hang a sign up that will permanently stay there and piss Vinny off and ruin, <laughs> ruin the fun shui of the, of the house. Cause I don't care. I'm going to get, we're going to, by the way, when, what's the deal? with our Chrissy Chaos logo and our Chrissy Chaos neon sign. What's the deal? Oh, you want the neon sign still? You still? Yeah. Okay, cool. Should, well, we got to get the logo we first. We got to get the logo. What's the deal the, with this fucking well, guy? Well, I just got to get back to him. All right, well, so we're going to get back to him. Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah, get yeah. the logo because we need the logo and then we need but the neon I sign. I did just think of a bit. Yeah. Should we film you rate um, uh, taste testing breast milk? 
a thousand percent we're going to film me taste testing breast milk violet was actually supposed to be my guest today on the page on the podcast and she canceled because she's taking a nap so violet literally she just shit her pants like her dad yeah as soon as i know (laughs) dude like father like daughter she slept she's sleeping through this interview and i slept through the other interview she literally was about to come on we're going to put her in the mamaru which by the way the mamaru if you guys don't know it is a thing it's made by four moms if you have an infant this is literally a lifesaver it's literally it's got four different speeds it's like tire swing kangaroo car and something else but you put the baby in it and she passes out it like mimics what the you know like like how she was in the womb they should literally make it for adults and i feel like this must i feel like an an adult mamaru must be what heroin is i feel like heroin is an adult mamaru you just you literally if anyone's if anyone Email chrissychaospodcast at gmail.com if you are a heroin, current heroin addict or if you're a reformed heroin user and tell us, do you think heroin is adult mamaru stuff? That's what I want to know. Yeah, we yeah. have a heroin addict on the podcast. Let's have a heroin addict on the podcast. Did we get a lot of email? Let's pull up some uh, fan questions too. In yeah, well, I want to just see what what people are saying, how people are liking the show. But dude, by the way, also speaking of pride, NFL is gay now. Uh, NFL player. Um, uh, which, you know, what's so crazy He plays for the Oakland Raiders. Um, you know, he came out, um, Carl Nassib, who's a very good player came out as like the first openly gay active NFL athlete. And it's so funny because he came out, he's a defensive end for the Vegas Raiders. Um, you know, so it's obviously great news, whatever. But it's funny that now you go back into his history and all the pe- a lot of people that were championing him, championing him about like the first gay player coming out and how special that is. He's also like an out outright Republican. So now people are pissed that he's Republican. So it's like it just goes to show you like everybody just shut their mouth. Like it doesn't matter. You, people will find a way to hate you. So you might as well do ex- this is my anxiety Tuesday segment. You might as well do exactly what you want to do in your life always and do what makes you happy because people will find a way to get mad at you for anything, anything. So it, it genuinely, truthfully doesn't matter. Just go move forward with your life. Call NASA. Go move forward. Suck those cocks. Get in there. Obviously, there's a lot of tight end NFL jokes and, you know, quarter cocks and all those things. Whatever you want to do, call NASA, baby. Who cares? Be a Republican. You can be gay. You can you can love you can love the rooster and want to be a Republican. I think that that's fine. But p- make no mistake, people will find a way to hate on you. So just do exactly what you want to do always. That's what I do. I do exactly what I want to do always. And I'm sitting here now with a baby bop pillow on my on my waist. Probably going to get fired from the True TV show and be ho- and and not be able to pay the uh, the payments on the house I just bought. But I'm Chrissy Chaos. I'll do what I love. I live. I live in the chaos and i make no mistake will go on one of these uh pr opportunities like the today show or something like that and talk about backyard bar wars in a way that makes true tv pissed like i was thinking of going on there and when they asked me like what the show is about like maybe just tell them like listen it's about two people who both want bars in their backyard and then whoever the loser is, we put a, a, a gun to their head, which is actually a water gun, but the audience thinks it's a real gun, and we make we go real tight on their face, and we make them tell us who they voted for in 2020. That's what I'm. That's that's the that you know that's going to be the. Um, that's a great game show. I was going to say that's actually probably better than like water sliding down a water slide full of beer and nacho cheese. Yeah, it doesn't even need to be a gun. It could just be well, we're going to retweet your worst tweet. 
That'd be hilarious. Yeah, let's. That's what I'm going to say on the show. That's what I'm going to say on one of these press interviews. We're going to retweet your worst tweet and then make you talk into the camera and say who you voted for. That's what happens if your bar sucks. That's great. It is a show about alcoholism at its core. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, somebody already did. I don't know if I said this already, but somebody, um, uh, somebody already got their bar robbed. Did I say that on this podcast already? That's amazing. One God. of the contestants on the show, you know, we finished their bar. Their episode comes out like in a couple of, you know, I, whatever. Maybe, maybe actually their episode might be July 8th, but their, um, Was it one of those like actor type guys? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Their bar got robbed. Amazing. Yeah. Cause I think they live in Van Nuys, which is like the hood. So. Their bar got robbed. Um, the Delta variant is coming out. Uh, who cares, right? I'm just like, whatever, get it, don't get it. They say it's vaccine resistant. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. I'm just going to walk around with a butt plug again and just see what happens. I mean, even like now having a newborn baby, you know, you're like, oh, are you worried about COVID? It's like, no, like, I, wh what do you want me to do? Sit here and panic about it? It's like her immune system, we got to give her immune system a shot here. No, I mean, it was to go back to the pride parade. That was the most people I've been around, I think, ever. How did you feel? Did you feel uncomfortable? For the first, like, half hour. That's why I went earlier to get the anxiety out. Right. It, it was a lot because I'm like, this is literally because everyone flooded the street. It was everybody. Like, was you could there. not drive cars down the street. Oh, no, no. We, sh we shut down blocks. And then people pulled up in, like, these buses. These hippies pulled up in a bus, like, right on West 4th, like, near that movie theater. And they parked there and started doing a concert, like, naked on top of the bus. And Interesting. thousands of people clogged. The arteries on the like, streets were not shut down by the police. Like the people shut no, down no. the streets. Yeah, we were just shutting down the streets. So, do you th did you have your mask on? No, no. Well, I mean, you're outside. I'm I'm sweating to death, dude. I have all my shit with me. I'm filming TT, dude. Gay pride. The gay pride parade. My friend is a cop. Said no matter what. Like literally, he was like, dude. I, I he's not a cop anymore. But he was like, when I was a cop, he's like for ten years straight. The gay the day of the gay pride parade is always sunny and blazing hot. It's always sunny and ninety degrees plus. That pe it just makes people get naked. He was like, it's like Jesus wants to see the gays take off their clothes, like because like you have to get butt no, naked. No, no, it's the funnest parade. It's the you think funnest. it's more fun than St. Paddy's Day Parade? Absolutely, right? I think it's better than Christmas. Interesting. It's it's awesome. Wow. It's awesome, dude. Gay Pride Parade is better than Christmas, said by the homeless pimp. Clip it. <laughs> I love it, dude. Dude, that clip it. But at uh, night, it did get ratchet. It got, yeah, it got a little ratchet, right? They put it on their riot gear. I watched a few fist fights. I saw some guy, like, spitting out teeth. Yeah, he got but, knocked no, But out. they weren't getting hit, it, and it was gay on gay crime. It wasn't like nobody was- No, no, was, no. I mean, you have no idea who's gay and who's not gay. Well, but, well let me ask you this. Somebody let, stepped on somebody else's shoes. Well, let me ask you this. And again, because I was watching, you know, I was watching the Gay Pride Parade on uh, TV, because by the way, on birth certificates now, for Violet's birth certificate, it said male, female, or non-binary. So I didn't know how to answer that because I'm like, what am I going to pick my kid's gender? So I asked Violet, I said, are you male, female, or non-binary? And then she spit up on herself a little bit. So I just picked female. I was like, I don't know. I don't know Like if, if the whole question just made her pissed. I think she like she like went like that and spread her legs and she was like, look at my vagina. So I was like, okay, I guess she's female. I guess she's female for now. But it's interesting that that's where it's gotten to now where they're literally asking, do you want, do you want to start out with your child being non-binary? Which I guess is fine, but it's really... It's like, that's like a parent, to me, that's like too much. When I was looking at that question, I was like, this is too much responsibility and this is too much on the parent now. It's like, I'm not this person. This person is this person. This is my child. But it's like, you should only ask male, female, non-binary when they're at a certain age, not at birth. You know what I mean? I know. I totally get what you mean. But for them making you anxious about it already, already fucks up how you're going to raise them. Right. So it, it makes it, if you're confused raising it, it could be. 
I think it's, I don't know, I kind of, I like it because it makes everyone confused and nobody can just be a hack guy or a hack girl. Interesting. Yeah, so you're saying it, it, makes, us, it makes us work harder. Or have more personality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she, um, yeah, I think, uh, dude, and by the way, it was kind of like chaos in there because, so I was supposed to cut the umbilical cord. I, first of all, the, um, Vin's, Vin got an epidural and her leg went dead. Like she literally couldn't function. Like she was just like swinging her leg around. Like she was fully had a dead leg. I was like, is that going to come back? Cause I'm not dating a paraplegic. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would date her. I'm fucking Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Vin. Um, no, I'm kidding. Listen, I'm not talking about Buffy, the vampire slayer. I'm talking about Buffy comforters. Okay. It makes bedding earth friendly and cruelty free. I just had a new baby. That baby sleeping, puking, shitting on Buffy. Okay. First of all, it's softer than cotton, so it's not going to bother you know anybody. Because I mean, listen, cotton soft, cotton soft as shit. This is even softer than cotton. Okay. I mean, real. I mean, literally, the only thing softer than Buffy comforters are Democrats. That's the only thing. So, and it's earth friendly. So, shout out vegans. You can probably eat it. It's hypoallergenic. It's got eucalyptus, which uses ten times less water than cotton to grow. Eucalyptus, aka koala food. I'm Chrissy Koala. Uh, my daughter's crying in the background because uh, Vinny probably took her off the Buffy comforter. Um, Buffy, you could try uh, Buffy Comforter in your bed for freebies, okay? All you got to do, this is the only thing I need you to do, is go, if you want $20 off your Buffy Comforter, you go to visit, you go to, I'm sorry, if you want $20 off your Buffy Comforter, you go to Buffy.co, that's B-U-F-F-Y.co, not com, not come, Buffy.co, B-U-F-F-Y dot C-O, and enter the code Chrissy Chaos. that's C-H-R-I-S-S-Y, C-H-A-O-S, Chrissy Chaos. Go to Buffy.co, enter the code Chrissy Chaos, get $20 off your Buffy comforter, schmumforter. It's the best thing. It's made out of eucalyptus. It's softer than cotton. Um, it's softer than my penis. It's amazing. Buffy comforters. Listen, HelloFresh is, we talk about it all the time. It's one of those things where I use it, I have it. So it's like they send me bullet points to talk about, but I kind of can just tell you that HelloFresh, I feel like I know how to cook now because of HelloFresh. They send me products, I cook them, especially now Vin just gave birth. She can't cook all the time. She's got everyone, you know, grabbing her boobs to drink the breast milk. I've been using HelloFresh. I actually put some of the breast milk in the in the lasagna last night that, that HelloFresh sent. And, really, and people are like, this is the best lasagna I ever had. I said, well, it's got Vin's breast milk in it. So... <laughs> There's something for everyone to enjoy, no matter what culture you are. We got different recipes. We got all different kinds of things for you. HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store. That's 28% and 72% cheaper than a restaurant. So, and it doesn't sacrifice on the quality. I'm telling you, the food there is awesome. So if you're looking to cook at home, you know, you don't want to go out, you know, uh, you don't want to spend money. You want to just, you know, impress people that you know how to cook and, you know, cheap, quick, easy, healthy meals. HelloFresh is the answer. And you're going to get a major discount. All you got to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash Chaos14. It used to be Chaos12. Now it's Chaos14. So HelloFresh.com slash Chaos14 and use code Chaos14. 14 free meals plus free shipping. It used to be 12. Now it's 14. So I, they probably stopped doing 12 because I was making 12 apostle jokes left and right <laughs> and saying, you know, making Judas jokes. And then if you use other food companies, you're a fucking trader just like he was. But now they made it 14. So I don't, I have to come up with 14 jokes. I didn't expect that. They're giving you two extra free meals. So you go to HelloFresh.com slash Chaos14. Use the code Chaos14. Get 14 free meals plus free shipping. Do it. 
Um, but 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 so I had to hold her leg up while she was giving birth, and dude, I saw everything. I mean, I was in there like holy smokes this is the third time you haven't seen everything yet now nah, dude i'm no 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 but i with delilah i was kind of shielded because the two nur- there were two nurses in there that were holding her legs and my mom was in there with her freaking flip phone trying to get better angles so i was just standing in the back but this one we had no choice i had to do it so her head came out violet's head came out and then it got sucked back in and then it was like you have once that happens like a le- you know according to the doctors and nurses or at least in this in my daughter's situation she had to come out. Like Jasmine had to push, Vinny had to push as hard as she could to get Violet out because when Violet came out, the umbilical cord was tied around her neck. So I was supposed to be there like cutting the umbilical cord and blah, 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 blah. And then Vinny's umbilical cord snapped while she was giving birth, snapped and blood sprayed and hit the doctor right in the face. Dude, literally the first the first moment of Violet's life was just, I just watched the blood hitting, hitting uh, the doctor in the face. Like all, like it was literally on her eyebrows, like everything. I was like, holy smoke because her, her cord freaking snapped and the rest of it was tied around Violet's neck. So literally, like this delicate little baby that I was supposed to cut the cord, it turned like really like dramatic. and like, Sounds like si- The Walking Dead. Dude, it was like silent for a second because uh, as soon as the baby comes out, they're supposed to cry. Like oh, that's like no. air gets into your lungs and it hurts them and then they cry and that's actually a good sign because you're like, oh, the baby's breathing. Violet was not crying. She was all blue. So dude, like literally it was it was the doctor and then this nurse. This nurse, this I know it's stereotypical, but she was like a Haitian nurse. She was awesome. She literally just even pushed the doctor out of the way and picked the baby up like by her foot like she was a chicken. Just picked her up, brought her over to this table and started slapping her butt, turned her around and went like this and took the cord around off her neck. And next thing you know, loud as can be cry from Violet and her color started to come back. But I was like, literally, she picked her up by her foot and turned her upside down immediately. So I think that that's all things to like shock the baby system so they can hear that she's crying. But um, but it was pretty crazy where I was just like literally got put. It's pretty interesting like how like, first of all, the doctors and the nurses, obviously they only talk to, to Vinny and they only focus on her. Like you really like, it really just kind of stamps down how insignificant men are when you're in a childbirth situation. Because I mean, I got pushed out of the way immediately. Nobody even made eye contact with me. People were like, I, I didn't matter at all, and I shouldn't matter. Like, I, I guess I shouldn't matter, but I was like, holy shit. I was like, I'm crazy chaos. Somebody talk to me. And then when we were leaving the hospital, we had the baby. I had the baby, like, in her carrier, and one of the nurses asked to take a picture with me, so I had to put the baby down outside. And, dude, I thought Vin, if Vin wasn't stitched up, if Vin didn't have her whole shit stitched up and wasn't in, like, excruciating pain, she would have thrown this girl into the street onto 7th Avenue. But I did it. I don't care. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, literally, the last day or two in the hospital was just, like, me being fingers crossed, being like, please don't hit anybody, Vin. Please don't hit anybody, Vin. And then just today, it's so crazy, dude. They clamp your child's umbilical cord, uh, like, belly button, my kid's belly button fell off today at the doctor's. Yeah, that, that's normal. Like her, your belly button just falls out. It's the sickest thing ever. And then, dude, like literally, literally, it's like a reflex. As soon as they put the baby on Vin's chest, she starts to work her way down, move her little body down like a little salamander and go for Vin's nipple. And she started sucking her nipple like immediately, immediately started sucking her nipple and, uh, and getting the milk out. Um, and it was really, it's really like crazy just to see like what nature does and like how it's just like this fucking machine, dude. Like I firmly in my heart believe after seeing birth 
happen for the second time that we absolutely are aliens. Like we're, I think we're from an advanced race and we're like, I think we're the leftover. I think we're like the ones that didn't make it. I think it's a simulation, man. Even your baby, beautiful, but looks CGI. Yeah. It looks CGI, like old school CGI. Dude, and my baby, when she was first born, she looked like a small Asian man. Now, now today we woke up. She kind of looks like my dad. Yesterday, yesterday she looked like my daughter. Like her face, her face changes. It's almost like they, like the simulators pick what face they want. They're like going through a, a, a trial where they're like picking a face. It's like a, 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 you know, when you make a player in a video game, it's like, dude, her face changes every day we wake up. She looks like a different kid. It's insane. And she's got hair in the back and nothing in the front. She looks like a balding old guy. <laughs> There's something about babies. Like, what do they really think about? That's all. I always look at them like they have to have a connection to something. They just came out of the other side. Well, it's it's kind of like interesting when I was thinking about it. It's like, you know, she's when you're in utero, like when you're in the when she was in Vin's stomach, like she's not actually human. She's living underwater. So she's become like a different species. Like whatever she was in utero for nine months, she's not that anymore. She turned into this new thing because it's like, you can't be underwater for nine months and be eating through an umbilical cord. And you're not, that's not human. The relationship with the baby to the cord is so creepy to me. Like that's, it's tethered to the world. Tethered dude, tethered. And also like the relationship to like the mom, like, like, I don't know, like Vin is just like doing it. Like she's so exhausted. She was carrying this baby for nine months. I like, couldn't lay in her stomach. Wasn't obviously so much pain, you know, was a pretty traumatizing birth, but like every time, like I'll fall, like I'll try to help. I keep trying to help. And I just keep getting told to like shut up and go back to sleep because I just make things worse. Like literally last night, I like just because I was so like, you're almost like drunk with tiredness. I put almond milk in the baby's milk and it's like, dude, what? You have to give it formula? You have to give it formula and fucking breast milk, you idiot. You can't give her almond breeze milk with a touch of honey for 60 <laughs> calories a cup. I'm, ha I'm really hyped to see sleep to Sleep deprived Chris do stand up, dude. Sleep deprived Chrissy doing stand up. I mean, we gotta do a quarantine when you haven't slept. Oh my god! Well, of course, yeah. Well, well, Sergio Chacon, uh, aka Blizzy, is coming with us to Providence, Rhode Island, July twenty second to twenty twenty fourth, and uh, Punchline Philly, August eighteenth to the twenty first. So we will do quarantine with Sergio and dude. And now I gotta leave for two weeks to do backyard barn wars. Hashtag BBW. Hashtag backyard barn wars. Um, for two weeks I gotta leave starting next week, and it's like. I was like, Vin, like, are you going to be able, like, I feel bad. Like, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Like, what are you going to do? And she was like, I'll be fine. She was like, you don't really do anything when you're here anyway. I was like, this is true. I was like, I, I kind of feel like I'm trying to help. Like, I changed the diaper. I, I'm a very hands-on dad. Like, I with Delilah, I changed all her diapers. I cleaned up her, you know, her poop and, and did all that. But it's, like, so delicate, like, with the newborn. Like, she only wants to be by her mom. And, like, you can't even... If you pick her up by her shoulders and her head goes back, like, she could die. Oh, yeah. Like, it's literally, literally what our job is now for, like, two, three months is just keep her alive. That's all you... She will do oh, nothing. Yeah. Like You're on defense right now, and then you go on offense all through the 20s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a few months from now on this podcast, she's just going to have to be, like, on the show because we're not going to be able to keep her locked up in a back room. She's just going to be crawling all over looking for tits to suck. That's... Yeah, well, and that, and I, I know I kind of got out of shape again because every time I put her on her chest, she starts to b grasp at my nipple. So she, she feels my breast and thinks this could be mom. I'm not sure. And here's a sleep deprived fact for you. Here we go. It's a little sleep deprived fact. The longest recorded time without sleep is 264 hours or just over 11 consecutive days. It's unclear exactly how long humans can survive without sleep. It isn't long enough. It isn't long before the effects of sleep deprivation start to show. Only. 
After only three or four nights without sleep, you can start to hallucinate, dude. Well, look, I slept today till 9.30 in the morning, but we didn't go to sleep till like 6. You know, it was kind of... I, <laughs> I think we should keep you up for two days and do a sleep-deprived Eddie's episode. Sleep-deprived Eddie's episode for the $25 tier at Patreon is a yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, dude. I, but look, I kind of feel like it's interesting, like now that... Because, you know, Vinny's been pregnant pretty much... For, Literally since day one of the pandemic, she's been pregnant because she was she was pregnant, and a lot of you guys know if you follow her, she was pregnant. And then she had a we had a miscarriage, and then literally she was recuperating from that for maybe two months, and then literally probably like the first day she was like available to have a kid again. I we just had another kid, and also she's been pregnant the better part of a decade. Yeah, she's been pregnant on and off for 10 years. She's like legit a Hasidic Jewish woman. Like, because Hasidic Jewish women just are pregnant their whole life. That's Vin so far. She's fully Hasidic Jewish woman. And um, yeah, and she, uh, I'm just happy to have another girl, dude, because I don't know like what I do with like a circumcision. Like, because they were like, you know. You'd film it. <laughs> I probably would. I probably would. I don't know, dude, because it's like, it's hard enough already to deal with my kid's belly button falling off. Like, I would not know how to deal with foreskin. Oh, man. And we could get Ari Shafir to do it. Dude, how about this? You know what my mom was telling me? She was reading an article or watch a documentary. Dude, you know back in the day, like I'm talking about like in the 1960s, they would, any surgery on a child uh, younger than five, they would do with no anesthesia because they figured the child doesn't have any memories of this anyway. So it doesn't matter. So dude, I'm talking about anything. <laughs> Anything. If you had to get like an organ removed or like uh, like you broke your leg, they would just do it fully while you're fully awake, screaming in pain because they were like this kid because they thought the risk of anesthesia was more severe than you weren't going to be traumatized anyway. But now they know that that's inhumane, and of course they would put babies to sleep. But I was like, could you imagine, dude, like being a little kid in like the 1950s and actually remember, like, dude, they're like sawing sh your body open with no anesthesia. It's crazy to think the doctors of that era and Bill Cosby have the same logic. Yeah. What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? If they don't remember it, who cares? Oh yeah, true. <laughs> nice dude. I like when I like when Pimp ties a child anesthesia joke into a date rape joke. That's classic. Um yeah, dude, I was thinking cuz cuz it's like, you know, it's it's crazy too like even like modern medicine. Like I was talking to one of the doctors at the hospital while I was there and he's like in his 70s and he's an OBGYN and we were just talking about like COVID and stuff and he was like, "Ah, you know, don't worry." He was like, "Just treat the baby like, you know, like you would before COVID, like not too many visitors in the beginning, let her immune system catch up, let her, you know, acclimate to the new world and then whatever, you know. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, he was like, uh, and then I asked him, was like, are masks going to stay? And he said, absolutely. He was like, because at least in hospitals, because he was like, when he first started as a resident doctor and he was in his 20s, which was like in the early 70s, he was like, we used to go into the hospital. Like if you came in off the street in the ER, whatever, we're like bleeding out from like a gunshot wound or a car accident or something. He's like, we would treat you with no gloves because AIDS wasn't around yet. He said it wasn't until AIDS in the mid 80s did we start wearing gloves in the operating room and in the ER. He said, we used to just literally treat you with our bare hands and then just like scrub wash our hands and wrists and all that. He was like, and like, you know, if we had any open cuts on our fingers or whatever, we would put gloves on. He said, but like gloves in the hospital is like a new, a relatively new thing. And all, he's like, AIDS changed it. He's like, and COVID changed the masks. I was like, that's crazy, dude. Could you imagine like literally in like 1981, if you went in for any procedure, they were just no gloves. It's crazy. Just in that's there. That's insane. Dude. 
I know, I mean, man. It's crazy how stupid we are. I know. We're just dumb, dumb, dumb people. Um, yeah, dude, I... Uh, are you guys doing any stem cell stuff? You save the stem cells? No. Well, they asked us if we wanted to save the placenta. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Vince said no. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, I feel like we could. TT would make a face mask out of that. Like, we could sell the placenta. Because one of Vinny's, friend, cause one of Vinny's friends for Delilah uh, got her placenta. Uh, just Vin gave the placenta up. And they, I think they made, like, a face mask out of it. Or they still ha- or they have it in their freezer. Well, can't you even use it? I, I think yeah, I we could technically it. eat it. Cats eat their own placenta. Nice. So, like, dude, they literally, placentas are, like, Packed, packed with like nutrients and vitamins. I wonder if I ate my kid's placenta, what I would put in the MyFitnessPal app. Like how I would track that. Like would that be, would that be worth it? Like what? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Shaped like a parachute. It did look like a parachute. It looked like a bean. Wow. Placenta is a highly specialized organ that helps support the development of your baby. The average placenta is nine inches across and one inches thick and typically weighs just over one pound. Blood from both mom and baby pass through the placenta but never mix. The placenta is like literally like the life, like the lifeblood of the baby. It's like the magic. It's kind of, it's bizarre all this goes on inside of a woman. Dude. Because I was just chilling. Like, I felt fantastic. I, I went to La Bagel Delight, which is right across the street from the hospital in, uh, where we were at Methodist Hospital in Park Slope, Brooklyn. La Bagel Delight, if you're ever in New York in the Brooklyn area, it's the best bagel store. One of the best bagel stores. I loved it. But I was, like, literally, like, chilling, eating a fucking egg, egg and cheese sandwich, hanging out, having fun. And, like, you know, Jazz was in, like, you know, 20 out of 10 pain. Like, and, but I, but I didn't know what else to do. Like, everything I did, every time I tried to help, I would just get yelled at. So, like, I just, like, went down and ate, and then I was just there for Dude, she was home. She she was um, squeezing my hand so bad with her nails that it actually, she um, she put, like, a huge indentation in my hand that just went away this morning. But I was like, man, dude, to, to see, like, what she, like, women go through, it really is, like, I know. Who is that? Tristan's outside. Oh, Tristan's outside? All right, hold on. Let's yeah, get yeah, Tristan. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. All right, and we're back. We just I just had to open the door. This is Chrissy Chaos podcast. I open the door for my stepson. I should have invited his dad on the pod. Yeah, why not? Uh, well, he's already, he already left. Yeah, yeah, yesterday, yesterday, accidentally, his dad ordered food to the house. His dad ordered like his food for him to our apartment. So I just ate his yeah. I just ate his dad's food. It's interesting to get inside his diet. He ate. He got a a bee pollen acai bowl. Oh wow! I was like interesting. Bougie. Bee pollen tastes good. Um. Okay, scientists have announced that a massive... Here's a little Chris Reed Stefano segment. Scientists have announced that a massive fossilized skull that is 140,000 years old may be a new species of ancient human. The researchers named the new species Homo longi and gave it the nickname Dragon Man. So they're saying this could be the missing link between how we evolved from chimps to humans. And of course, the New York Times is not letting us read the article because we got to pay a dollar a week to subscribe and get unlimited access for a dollar a week. I mean, New York Times, suck my ass. Let me listen to the articles. Instead of buying the New York Times, go to patreon.com slash Common. It's better value. It's better value. Raycon earbuds, okay? I've been using them. I love them. Anything Ray J does, I support. I stick them in my ass. I love Raycon earbuds. They work. They work seamlessly with my Bluetooth. I've been trying to get back in shape. I've been working out. I go for jogs. And I got the weirdest ear shapes you've ever seen in your life. And the Raycon ear, uh, earbuds fit in my ear hole. They fit in my ear hole. And I love them. It actually makes me a little bit horny because they get deep in there and the sound <laughs> is just crystal clear. I love it. Um, it's got 24-hour battery life, which is awesome. Um, and portability. I bring them on planes. It's great. Um, 
you take them anywhere, work, workouts. Uh, they're just, honestly, if you're looking for a gift or if you're looking, you know, for a nice, and also too, like, you know, it's summertime, it's like, it's just light in your ear. Like, you don't want a big headphones, clunky headphones like that and wires and this and that. No, no, Get them, put the little Raycon uh, uh, earbuds in your ear and you're good to go. Um, Raycon is offering 15% off all their products for uh, all my listeners. All you got to do is go to buyraycon.com slash chaos. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash chaos. You're going to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. That's 15% off your entire Raycon order. Go to buyraycon.com slash chaos. Get 15% off your first order. I love Raycon earbuds. Stick them in your ear, stick them in your nose, stick them in your butthole. All my friends who were losing their hair are now not losing their hair because they went to Keeps.com. I started talking about it here on the show. I actually tried to put it on my pubes. It didn't work because I, I thought I was losing pube hair. But I mean, maybe it worked. I just, you know, I was being silly willy. But two <laughs> out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. Okay? So it's very, very common. Two out of three men, more than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. And there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss and keeps offers them both. It's a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. It's got more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And prevention is key. Okay, so listen to me. Treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. So if you're starting to see a little bit of hair loss now, I would go to Keeps.com immediately because in four to six months, your hair is going to be back. It's going to be amazing. It's going to grow long. It's going to be great. You're going to put it up in a man button. So if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps, that's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash chaos to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash chaos and get your first month free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash chaos. Yeah, dude. Wow. I got to be honest with you. Like cavemen, like do you think you could bang out a cave woman or do you think like you probably couldn't? I mean, for the story. For the story, I'd have to do it. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, like, you had sex with a cave person, if, like, you would get, like, you, would you get AIDS? First of all, I feel like they definitely wouldn't finish because they're used to being just held down. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, cave people, like, they just raped each other, I would yeah, imagine, right? I don't right? think they'd be attracted to us. We'd be, seem soft. Right, right. Yeah, I know. It's interesting, a homo longi dragon man that was found in China. Um, but I don't know, dude. Like, there's a part of me that feels like by now... Like, they have to know the answers, and almost anything that they say they just found, like, to me, it's all a plant. Like, they're planting evidence. I think, I think governments just plant evidence, all, like, plant shit all day just for, like, stories. No, like, I think they hate this. I think they absolutely hate this because it fucks up their whole timeline of dominance. And right. I, I think it, it undermines religion. Like, this discovery fucks up all of the history timelines. Well, yeah, we well, because then it's like, you know, well, you know, the whole story, like, you know, it was made in seven days and Adam and Eve, it's like that. You can't be if it's 146,000 years old and, you know, I, it, yeah, this homo longi thing, it can't be. Also, wow, this name is derived from Long Zhang, Dragon River. What, I mean, they should just call it Big Dick because I feel like it's all like, they're all trying to beat it. Wow, dude, look at this picture. If cavemen were absolutely jacked. Ripped. Do you think they, I mean, were they keto? That was the paleo diet, right? Well, they had no food, so there was something. <laughs> no, but they're diesel, though. <laughs> yeah, they were ripped, dude. Dude, I think some people that are just naturally diesel have to 100% have Neanderthal DNA, and I'm wondering why there isn't, like, a product out there where I can inject, like, Neanderthal-like stuff into me. I think you've done that in the past. 
You think that's what steroids are? It's just like literally like Neanderthal shit? Yeah, because it, uh, it's just testosterone boosting, right? Yeah, I actually i am going to the doctor next week because I told them, I was like, hey, can you test my testosterone because I want to see if it's low? And they're like, do you have a low sex drive? Do you tired all the time? Are you? I was like, yeah, all the above. Because if my T is low, I want to start uh, injecting testosterone just to get absolutely fucking jacked. What's up, Tris? You good? You need something? You got on two different socks, buddy. Vin said I'm not taking testosterone. Here's the thing with Vinny is she's not going to be able to be on the podcast at the mic for a few weeks because she's got literally Violet on her boob unless she wants to come around with Violet on her boob and then we're going to turn the cameras around. And we're, and we're gonna, Yeah, because but she did yell from the back that I'm not taking testosterone. It's like, okay, I won't. I'd love to see you just spike the mic after a podcast. Oh my God, dude. Could you imagine I legitimately, I should do steroids for a summer. Just for a bit, just for a bit dude. <laughs> Um, what's this man caught smuggling flinches arrested? I just thought it was funny. This guy uh, got caught at JFK. Got, got caught smuggling finches? Yeah. What's a finch? So I, I found out through this, this guy got caught going to JFK with literally finches lining his coat. They're like little songbirds. And apparently in New York, there's a whole thing where you can make $5,000 a bird if you bring finches to this thing. Really? There's an underground finch market. Interesting. An underground finch market. If you buy a finch... So wait, you're saying one finch is 3,000 bucks? Here, watch a little bit. Let me see. Lawfully importing the finches. Investigators say the birds are often entered into so-called singing contests in Brooklyn and Queens. A winning finch can sell for more than $10,000. All right, dude. So we got to somehow find a way to get into the finching like business or like... We need to invade this subculture. Well, we need to, find, we need to go to a, a finching singing show. We need to. Because those finches... I mean, first of all, they're small and cute. I mean, you know, how do they survive the trip? Like, could you imagine? Also, when you put them in rollers and you line the inside of your coat with them, suicide bomber vibe. 100%. Like, not a good idea. I would, honestly, the way that they are, if you, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, the way that they are rolled up like that, I would just put them in my hair. I would just, I would, <laughs> I would have them, I would come in as hair rollers because who's going to check? Like, imagine TT went to the airport with those in her hair. Like, you, oh whatever, my dude. God. Yeah. You know? But it's, it's interesting what people make money on. That guy is going to serve time now. When right. he goes to prison, he has to tell them I was sneaking birds into the country. Well, dude, you can make a whole living just donating blood and semen. Like, literally an entire living. Dude, it's crazy you bring that up. I watched a documentary about a guy who does that for a living, just donates sperm, and he has, like, over 60 kids. Right. But there's one creepy thing he does, which what? is out of, you know, he'll donate, and he'll, he donates sperm for free. All he wants in exchange is a free trip somewhere. Ugh. And he's such a weasel. And there's one oh, girl. Oh, what a weasel. There's, there's like, a, so 5% of his donations are natural insemination. Okay. Which means he just talks these women into fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> so then, of course, Vice gets a hold of one of these women and interview him. And she's like, yeah, I had a miscarriage. And it ends up he's a liar and he has bad sperm. But this guy's just going all over the country getting free trips, fucking lonely, weird. Should we get that guy in the podcast? Oh my God, he's a creep, though, dude. Natural insemination. So that means like you're not like you're literally having sex. And he convinces the women that it, if you have natural insemination, it'll stick better. And then they interview uh, like a gynecologist who's like, "No, it's fake." <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But how? So, but I guess technically that's not illegal. Like that's not rape or assault. It's all consensual. Or is it not? I, is that right on the line? Yes, I don't know. It's manipulation to me. I, and. Uh, when but you if see they're both, the guy, he's a creep. Let me pull him up. Yeah, he's pull this freaking creepazoid, just this creepy bastard up. While you're pulling that up, I want to talk about too the big uh, UFO report that the government was supposed to release came out, and nothing really 
it's kind of like was uneventful. Oh, wow, look at this guy. He's well, just... In all honesty, it's a setup for a bigger... All they said was they're going to now put money and acknowledge those reports. Because before right. they were like, oh, shut up, you're stupid. Right. All right, so, so whatever. It's a setup for a bigger reveal, but it was lame. Yeah, it seems lame. This guy, 36 kids and counting, the do-it-yourself, the DIY sperm donor. 36 born. 36 kids and counting. Oh, so 36 born, yeah. Yeah, see, he talked this woman. He talked this woman into... Well, I know Theo Vaughn used to... Not this, but Theo Vaughn used to do this thing where he would... He, he would go and, like... Like, manipulate... Oh, Tristan's getting yelled at. He would go and, like, manipulate, like, a vagina. Like, he would do, like, a... Like, a he, like yo, know, like, it's this whole thing where Theo Vaughn used to do it. He was like, oh, we talk about it on podcasts and all the time, too. He would go in, like, what, what it was is, like, uh, older women. Like, really, like, like women in, like, 70s, some, I think, even in their 80s. Oh, God bless. You no, know, it would be, like, laying down, and the whole thing is, like, he opens the door. It's, like, they already paid him through, like, Venmo or something like that. And then he stimulates their vagina, like, manipulates their vagina. And, like, I think, like, makes them orgasm somehow. But it's, like, not sex. It's, like, no kissing, no nothing. Like, he just does that for them and then leaves. It's like a weird- Somebody paid a guy with a mullet to finger them. <laughs> That's what it is. Imagine you're a woman out there and you, yeah, you got fingered by like the Theo Vaughn. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, I guess there's a lot of lonely people. Like, I'm also booking a guest for the show that's a professional cuddler, which is a whole new thing that's going on in New York. Which is going to be great. I want to book that professional cuddler now while Vinny has to stay in the back with the baby because I want to see how long she lets me cuddle with this woman before she comes storming out with the baby on her tit and just kicks (laughs) this woman in the head. Well, I was researching it. My favorite thing, which I think might have to replace 48 Laws of Power, is the professional cuddler's handbook. The professional cuddler's handbook. Yeah, we need to get. Yeah, because literally, I mean, the cuddling thing, like I get, like I understand cuddling has its values and stuff like that, but it really does seem like these people just manipulate you into like making them feel good. Like this guy, the artificial insemination guy, obviously just wants to have sex with these women. The cuddling people like just want to be held themselves, I guess, which but, is fine. But cuddling but, could go back to the womb. So it's like if, if you're going to help one school shooter not shoot, cuddle the fucking asshole. Yeah, that's true. I mean, listen, I guess. All right, so let's see. So this guy convinced this woman to have, like, full sex with him. Yeah, and then she, you know, of course hates him now, and it was yeah. very awkward. Like It's like a re- regular relationship. He pretty relationship. much talked her into flying him into her city, putting him up for a week, and having sex for four days straight. And, like, it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. This guy's hustling. This is his hustle. He's like, yeah, he's a, basically like a prostitute, but he's making you— He's a prostitute. He's an open mic— Dick guy. Like, I don't know. Like, not even a prostitute because there's nothing sexual. You know what? Actually, I don't even want him on the podcast. Kind of, fuck this guy. I feel yeah, like, I think you he's know. A creep. If anything, let's have this woman who slept with him on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, let's have the woman on the pod. Yeah, yeah. that'd be. That'd because be. the experience of letting him. You didn't even get catfished. Like. Yeah, it's also like you kind of feel bad for the women, too. It's like how. Yeah, this poor lady just wanted to be a single mother and not deal with. She just wanted to get pregnant and be a single mother. Oh, she and didn't it, want the father. No. That's interesting. So these women are saying they don't want the. They don't want the dad. Yeah, and it's really cheap to do it through this guy because he's doing it for free. So you toss him a few grand, but when you go to the do it the right way, it's like a lot of money. Like a so lot you just of money. pay this guy and he comes over and has sex with you. He's freelance sperm donation instead of going through, you know, paying 40 grand. And then, like, do they get tested for, like, disease and all that stuff? Yeah, like, and, like, this guy, like, apparently trains and takes all these vitamins so that his sperm is the best. I'm like... This is what, it just something's so weird about it and feels so wrong. Dude, if he, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess he'd be, see, like, he'd be a good spokesperson for Blue Chew. We have to interview his parents. 
Let's interview his That's, parents. This is what you created. All right. Well, we'll reach out. Go, uh, by the way, email any of the female listeners or or any or, or the males who identify as female listeners. Email Podcast at gmail.com and tell me, tell us, like, would you be inseminated by this guy? If you, if, like, would you do it? Could you, because cause it's like, you know, because, is it like, because, you know, it's a very sensual experience to have, like, could you even get in the mood? Like, I, I don't know. Like, what happens if he can't get hard, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, he's a creep. He's probably getting. He's hard. probably getting because a lot of the interview was him just saying, "This is where I watch porn." Like he was very weird about porn. He's very like. Yeah, he's almost too open. Yeah. Cardi B's pregnant, by the way. Did you know that? It was awesome. Yeah, she's she reveals she's pregnant during her BET Awards performance. Now, who's the uh, the Migos is the baby daddy? Uh, off yeah, Offset from. Migos. But I thought that they were broken up. Are they back together now? No, they're back together. You know, just regular drama. In that world, when you're that famous, there's agreements that are made. Yeah, it's just know. like you know, maybe maybe they did. Imagine this guy is Cardi B's baby daddy. <laughs> oh my god, that little imagine white. She has a short stubby. Oh, that little fucking weasel, <laughs> Cardi B. Everybody, I like Cardi B. She's amazing, and she came out and announced it in like a gown, pregnant as hell, twerking on stage. Good for her at the pride. Per- oh, at the BT performance. At the BT, yeah. We uh we texted Fat Joe to be on to come on be a guest on the chaos. So hopefully Fat Joe gets back to us because that'd be that'd be fantastic to have Fat Joe on. Um, the first time Vin ever met Fat Joe, he was wearing a light blue velour suit, and she said he looked like an Easter egg. And then he threw us out of his green room. Uh, <laughs> so it's whatever. Uh, I also saw this. I don't know. I didn't what's watch this? it. I don't oh, know. Biden. Here we go. Here's here's a Joe Biden clip uh biden saying it's awful hard as well to get latinx latinx vaccinated why they're worried they'll be vaccinated and deported that makes no sense and by the way vin as a member of the latina community has said stop saying latinx it's stupid and it's just dumb shit latinx is out so we're canceling the word latinx but it does kind of sound hot it makes me think of like sphinx or latinx is kind of hot like latin with an x i don't know yeah I feel I, I feel like it sounds like an ex-girlfriend. Like, oh, this is my Latin ex. Uh, go ahead, yeah, let's hear it. Like, my thing is, my thing is with this is like, look, I understand there's problems and atrocities in the world. I really do. And listen, I'm not a politician. I'm, I, you know, I'm a comedian that sits on my couch with the baby bob pillow on. Like, I'm an idiot, you know. But even like yesterday, like when we're watching the Pride Parade, it's like, you know, they keep saying like transgender people are being like killed and hunted and and you know these. Latinx people are being deported like like I again I know there's issues but sometimes I think like does the media like make this like this huge problem when actually like things are more okay and there's actually way more progression than regression but the story has to keep going ahead that like there's all these issues so like the media has stuff to talk about so there's like division in the streets because I was like you know I've been living on this planet in New York City around all these people I've never seen anybody be I know what happens I've never seen anybody be hostile towards a trans person I've never seen anybody tell a Latino person that they're going to get deported if they get the vaccine like I, I, I granted there are issues in every every culture has problems but like on the media when I'm listening to some of this stuff or watching the news I'm like I don't know if it's as big of a problem as you think it is it just is like blown up I, I do think the news media is like the cancer of this planet yeah. You know, I mean, it's too late. They already won. Right. But people should know they're full of shit. But the thing is, like, even when me and TT go out together, we do, there is moments that are really shitty. I feel really? For her. What yeah. happened? Like, like, even at the helicopter place, it was beautiful. We're in, like, this waiting room, and the couple going with us in the helicopter, um, TT just was trying to make small talk. She was nervous. 
And like she's talking to this girl and the girl just looked at her and didn't answer and didn't say anything. Really? And you think that was because she was trans? Yeah. Right. Because when TT went to the bathroom, like they started whispering about her. I'm like, Jesus. She just was being friendly. Like, Interesting. But didn't you say they're like Asian TikTokers themselves? Like, Yeah, that they were famous. So they were. Yeah, so they're probably know. just like, also, I don't know. Who knows? They probably don't even know English. Also, it's like <laughs> fucking, you know, I'd like to throw. You know what would be a good tip? What, what would have been a great, great for their TikTok? If TT kicked one of them out of the helicopter in the middle of the Hudson River. Um, dude, by the way, New York City. My mom was going to take Delilah to the American Girl store, American uh, Girl uh, doll store and have like lunch with her American girls uh, tomorrow, which is in Times Square. And now we can't do it because a 21-year-old Marine got shot randomly in Times Square yesterday. It is full chaos. And this happened, the location happened a few weeks ago. So yeah. what's going on? Is it just full crackheads? Times Square is going back to what Times Square is going. Which know. is kind of exciting, but also scary. Just don't go to Times Square anymore. Well, my friend who's a sergeant in the NYPD, if you're out of town, if you live in New York or you're out of town, want to visit New York, yeah, it's like you kind of got to avoid Times Square because he said the police presence there is small. And it's like literally he was like, there's just crackheads and violence everywhere. He's like, so as far as Times Square goes, it's kind of like, you know. There's really, uh, there's really nothing they could do. You're kind of just putting your life in your hands there. So I, mean, I, I, there's a part of me that kind of wants to just one time, just one time smoke crack and see what it feels like. What do you think about that? Like genuinely serious. Patreon. Could I smoke crack? But let me ask you this. Is crack, I'm, I'm down. Is crack one of the ones though that like if I caught a bad hit or like I could die instantly? No, no, you get addicted pretty quickly. It's one of those ones you lose teeth about. But I kind of feel like I wouldn't get addicted to crack or heroin. Like I kind of feel like I just wouldn't. I mean, I've known, I've known a few comics that tried every drug for a bit and they didn't get addicted, but they're fucking strange to hang out with. You know yeah. what I mean? It, your mentality. That's, what, that's what's rough about drugs is your brain chemistry changes. Right. And then you eventually... Yeah. Get weird or talk less. A lot right. of people I've known have done a lot of mushrooms and then now they don't talk. They just don't talk. They only talk when address yes or no questions. Interesting. Yeah, so maybe we shouldn't. You know what I'll, you know what I'll do now because we have Violet, you know, Delilah's six. Violet is a newborn. May, I think when Violet turns 18, so Delilah would be like 24, I'll start to like openly do drugs. <laughs> just because once they're 18, it's like, listen, if, if, I, haven't, if I haven't taught you to like handle yourself by the time you're 18, to, like, be able to make it without you, like, you should be able to deal with a drug addict father by the time you're 18, because if you're not, then I didn't do a good job as a dad. It's almost like that's my daughter's test, is when, when you're 18, I'm going to start openly using heroin and crack cocaine and ruining your life, and let's see how you do it. So email ChrissyKSPodcast at gmail.com. If you have 18-year-old kids or when your kids are 18, let me know would you start using drugs to test them to see if you were a good parent or not. It's really kind of the only way to test them. Was I a good dad? I'm now using heroin. How is my child going to handle that? If they, get, if they can get me into rehab and whatever and save my life, then we did good. But if they start to snap and start using drugs and you know, kind of throw me out of their life, then maybe I didn't do a good job raising them. So, Chrissy, well, what kind of dad are you? Like, what age is cool for them to have a few beers? You know what I mean? Like, you know. I would say if I'll be the dad when they're 16. Because listen, dude, if at 16 you can drink in Scotland, then at 16 you should be able to drink on Staten Island. Okay? That's what I think. So I'm going to go UK rules with alcohol, but I will say that they have to drink in their house. I'll be the dad that you're allowed to have 
parties as long as I'm home in the basement and I'll make sure every kid gets home. I'll also be the dad who would rather give condoms than tell you you can't have sex. I'd rather just give you condoms because, look, the truth is, it's like, you know, I, you know, you, you know, both of my kids have sex addict parents. I mean, me and Jazz are just sex addict. You know, we both like just have had way too much sex. So, our do- it may have, you know, uh, you know, passed on to our daughter. So it's like, you know, I think I'd rather just give them condoms and tell them dangers of it. And, you know, I, I, I'm comfortable when I'm 17, when my kids are, you know, old enough to be like, yeah, look, they used to call me Chrissy Chlamydia. I was Chrissy Drip Drop. Don't be me. And he, use a rubber. Yeah, I mean, you're a fog father. I'm a fog father, free, open, and gay. And I hope that for Pride Week, for Pride Month is ending now, I hope that you had fun being in the fog, being free, open, and gay. Um, I hope you're enjoying the show. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy for TT's Bucket List and all the behind-the-scenes action we do. The Patreon is where a lot of the fun happens. The Christians, that's our, our family over there. Um, you know, and we really, we really do well. Yeah, and we're at almost going to be at episode 2530. And when you join, you get all the episodes. Yes. By the time you guys join, because we're almost at episode 25, you're going to get 25 episodes of Patreon stuff that's behind the paywall that nobody hears but you as, as being a member of the Christians uh, for joining the chaos. Also, ChrisDComedy.com. I'm doing stand-up in your town. Go check my website. See if I'm coming to your city. Tell your friends. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, you know, stay safe out there. Uh, keep your butt plugs in. I'm going to go now uh, go in the back room and see if there's some titty milk left for me.